by building a powerful business and by treating people right and by leading your family well, that is why we're called to be a city on a hill. Like we're not meant to be hidden. A city on a hill is meant to shine. They actually should see our good works so that they'll praise our father in heaven. So I'm just want to encourage people, keep doing good works, stay on your grind, keep doing, keep working your land, but be bold about your values because those who are anti Christ or anti the kingdom are very bold and the righteous are as bold as a lion. So I think, yeah, just keep raising your voice. Are you a follower of Jesus that feels called to expand the kingdom of God through building and growing successful businesses? If that's you, then welcome to the Kingdom Capitalist Show that interviews amazing Christians using their business and money-making abilities to expand God's kingdom all over the globe. I'm your host, Ellis Hammond, and welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody, back to the Kingdom Capitalist Show. Oh, this is going to be such a great episode for business owners, for entrepreneurs. We have a... A uh, very different uh, type guest today, who is actually a you. Are you a YouTube star, Sean, or just a YouTube expert, or are you both? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say I'm a video marketing strategist, okay. especially in conversation with your community. But uh, yeah, I help people build their influence with online video and then multi- monetize it in multiple ways. Right, right, right. So we're gonna get into to all of who Sean is and his incredible gifts. Um, but before we do that, uh, I just want to remind our audience. Um, because it's coming up in April 16th through the 18th. We actually have our first in-person mastermind event for Christian real estate entrepreneurs. And so if you're listening to this show and you're looking for a community to really come alongside an ecosystem of people who are like-minded and really trying to build wealth, acquire assets and figure out how do we do this in a sense that really does glorify God, um, would love to invite you into the conversation of being part of that. And so uh, all you have to do is go to kingdomcapitalist.co and there is an application on the website. You can learn more there, apply, and that'll get you in touch with me. Would love to begin to have a conversation to see if this is a good fit. So uh, without wor- uh, further ado, let me introduce Sean. He is a best-selling author. He's a YouTuber, international speaker, and business coach who built a seven-figure media company helping entrepreneurs and creatives build their influence and income with online video. Pretty cool statistic here. He's, uh, his videos have been viewed over 43 million times and has been featured as one of the 20 must-watch YouTube channels that will change your business. And so that's what we're here today to talk about, uh, Sean's story and how YouTube can really, why you should be leveraging it in 2020 to really change your business. So Sean Mill, welcome to the show, brother. So grateful to be here, fired up to be hanging out with you and your community. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get so much out of this. Um, Excited to hear your story. We're going to start there because I know that you come out of kind of a a ministry context and, and really found that uh, you had entrepreneurial skills and that your pastor actually said, Hey, I see this in you. You should be launching into this. And man, I'm so thankful to God that, that he gave you that calling. So, uh, I do want to go there, but before we start, man, let me just pray for us and ask God to bless our time and then we can get going. Let's do it. Father, we thank you. Uh, we thank you for your kingdom and we thank you, uh, that, uh, there are so many ways to come alongside of you in really building that. And uh, just, I'm so excited to be able to share Sean's story and to, to see the ways that you have gifted him, that you're using him to bring about your redemptive plan through a platform like YouTube. Uh, God, we're just so grateful. Thank you for your son, Jesus, and, and the gift that we have in Christ, the freedom that we have in him. Um, and we pray now you bless his time. Amen. 
All right, man. So, um, yeah, let's start. So like we talked about a little bit before the show, you, you weren't always, you know, an entrepreneur. You actually started, uh, shooting some videos as a volunteer for your church. So kind of take us back to, to when some of this got going. Yeah, man. It's amazing how, um, when you kind of have an encounter with Jesus, how it can make your world bigger. You know, I grew up in a small town, Arlington, Washington, an hour North of Seattle on a farm. And, uh, I was, didn't really have big dreams or big vision. And, you know, sometimes your small town can make you small minded. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I kind of rebelled and prodigal kind of son through high school. But eventually I came back and I went to Bible college in Canada of all places, because that's where my mom went. They got a certificate in Bible at this little Bible school called Prairie Bible Institute. And then during the summer, my parents went to a new church and it was actually a charismatic church, which was a shift for us. We kind of grew up in more like a seeker friendly kind of movement. And when I got there, I just decided that I wanted to start interning in the youth ministry. And the uh, reason I did that was because as I had been, you know, prodigal sunning it before that season, I just wanted to get, get busy, get my hands on something smart. So I didn't slip back into trouble. You know, I didn't want to be walking around on the balcony when Kings were supposed to be at war, like King David, mm. you know, staring over and, and seeing Bathsheba naked in, in the pool. Right. I, I, so I just wanted to like do something. So I just actually called ahead. I didn't know what the youth ministry was all about, or uh, I hadn't even really been there. I hadn't attended, but I just called the youth pastor and said, Hey, can I intern this next summer? And he said, sure. And it was 16 kids and they didn't have an intern program. There was not, this was not some kind of infrastructure thing, but his name was Jeff Moores. And he um, handed me a video camera and some video editing software. And he said, Hey, Sean, start making some videos Wednesday night. And these videos were terrible. You know, I like to encourage people, <laughs> your first videos are going to be your worst videos. And you got to just start like you have to just punch fear in the face and start. And so in 2003, social media had not started. And I'm making videos though weekly for youth group. And that means I made 52 videos that first year. So I was actually learning kind of the discipline of being a content creator. And these were just like announcements of like the upcoming winter camp and like trying to be funny and like trying to get youth to volunteer. So I'm learning how to film. I'm learning how to be on camera, all these types of things. And after about a year, the senior pastor was like, these videos aren't too bad anymore. Do these on Sundays as well. So as a volunteer, now I'm doing two videos a week, 104 videos a year, building my skills, growing my muscles when it comes to video production. And I just kind of stumbled in into it. You know, I, I didn't at the time knew I had, I had a passion for video. I just really believe that if you're faithful with what's in your hand, God will give you what's in your heart. And I was just trying to be faithful. I was just trying to like put my hand to the plow. 2007, we started a YouTube channel, small church. Church had not grown that much. And this is crazy because church is usually behind when it comes to technology. But what was cool is my pastor went to some conferences and we're like the young millennials, right? And I remember he came back when Twitter was invented and he said, guys, <laughs> there's this thing called Twitter. Like it's going to be big. And we're, we're like, this is so stupid. Are you kidding? I mean, you know, we weren't like young and progressive. We were like young and cynical, like like Twitter, what are you talking about? But um, it was cool because early on, I'm getting into this kind of space. So that's the foundation of, of where I am today because by 2009, I, got, I started having people being like, hey, shoot my wedding, shoot this concert, like white Seattle rappers being like, shoot my music video. I'm like, cool. And so I started this business called Clear Vision Media and I started learning about, again, how to rank videos, meaning like, 
search engine optimization. And I was working for like local restaurants and helping them get their video ranked on like you, you know, and there was Google and all this kind of stuff. I started learning how to build websites. And uh, that was just kind of phase one. I mean, eventually I moved to Las Vegas to take, to work at a mega church and to become the director of communications. And I started learning a whole new set of skills. But yeah, that was sort of the foundation and, and really forged in the local church, no film school, um, and just hungry to learn, uh, paying attention to mentors, having that spiritual development, but then leveling up my skills by executing with them practically in a ministry context. Yeah. You know, but I know like for, a, and then you, you actually became, I think you started working for the church, you know, maybe as, I think it was a youth pastor, you said like, what was the, you know, and I know you felt called there and we're, you know, we're beginning to kind of maybe develop, you were getting good at this, but then you started realizing like, maybe I want to do this more. What, what, what began to kind of press for you? What was, you know, what became really, I, I guess, I guess, how did you get to where you are now? And then what was the struggle in that? And how, how did you really feel the freedom to be able to, to launch into what you're doing? Because well, that can be hard, of, right? I mean, absolutely. A, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there was kind of two formative events. I mean, one of the things that was happening during that time was our church was, uh, had a really cool conference we did called, called Prosperity with a Purpose. And, um, or it's called Power to Produce City Church in Seattle, which is Judah Smith now in Seattle and Hollywood uh, had a conference called Prosperity with a Purpose. And we'd go to that as well. And so I was starting to get exposed to business and entrepreneurship. And I started to see that that was like a passion of mine. And another message that I heard early on was this seven mountain message, which now has been in charismatic circles and in more conservative circles has been kind of confirmed. Some people call them the seven sectors of society. Some people call them the seven mountains. If you read the book next Christians by Gabe Lyons, it talks about these seven areas. And what it talks about is that again, as Christians, this is not really a mindset now, but go 15 years ago and there wasn't really a marketplace ministry paradigm. It was yeah. just kind of like give to missions. You're, you're either called to ministry or just like humbly work your job and tithe and that's it. As opposed to actually be missional intentional about impacting sectors of society like education, family, business, arts and entertainment and media. And so I'm exposed to the seven mountain message um, Lance wall now this is like 2005 and six. And so even though I'm in ministry, there's no question that beating through my veins, I feel a call to say, while YouTube 2007, we're starting YouTube. I'm like, YouTube's a mission field. Mm. Like we're like something about this is going to be in my future. I'm just going to stay in the season and level up my skills because one of the aspects of that was to influence culture, to influence that mountain, whether it's arts and entertainment or media, you have to be preeminent. You have to be excellent in your craft. And unfortunately, inside of the church and um, for some Christians, mediocrity, uh, mediocrity is kind of accepted. And there isn't actually a real push for excellence. Proverbs says, see a man who's skilled at what he does and he will serve before kings, not common men's. Uh, common men. So if you're going to influence kings and influence culture, you have to actually be world-class yeah. at your skill, at what you're doing. So once I developed that understanding, I realized I was, I had this commitment now to mastery mm -hmm. to where I wasn't just going to get by with good enough. I wanted to be the best at YouTube, the best at video, not so I could just be the best, best to build my own kingdom, but because I saw it, oh, that's the path to influence. And if we're going to influence culture for Christ, we need to actually be at the high places of influence. Second event was that message, I'm, I'm being exposed to that. But then we got crushed 
during the hardest season of our life. During that time, I got married at 21. And if we're honest, you know, the reason why was because, I mean, we're conservative Christians. We just wanted to have sex, I mean, you know, like, so, so we got married young and I married my wife, Sonia. She's like 21 as well. And young couple, you feel invincible, but just two years into our marriage, uh, she goes on a trip to the Philippines and she gets really sick. And she believed in our vision, our dream and my vision and dream. So she's working three jobs. I'm not getting paid at church at first. Eventually I was part-time at that church. And I'm working at Red Robin waiting tables. And eventually I started my media business, but she's really like paying the bills. And now she's getting sick though. Her health is going downhill fast. She's throwing up 10 to 15 times a day. Wow. And to make matters worse, we, during the big short, especially people in our church are investing in real estate and whatnot. We have two homes on declared income. We're like, you know, we've got a home on an 80-20 arm for $230,000 that we're renting out now. And then we're in another home that we're living in with the family eating top ramen because we're believing in this big investment for the future. You know, over a half a million dollars in, in, in mortgages and loans and now we can't, she's not working and I'm not making much. And plus everything's, our tenants lose their job. They can't pay anymore. So that whole thing starts to fall apart. And then to make matters worse, our church, which we'd been in now eight years serving, actually had some senior leaders, still some money and some things went sideways. So it went from like 1600 people on Easter down to like 200 people. Mm. So we were just like, like a Mack truck just hit our family and hit me personally. And my wife eventually got to a place where she almost died. And I found myself in the hospital room by her uh, hospital bed for six days. And this was the time where number one, I'm like, God, why is this happening? But also I felt God speaking to me like, well, what are we going to do? And I felt called to another level that I got to step up as a man, yeah. as a leader, as a provider it was like, how are you going to pay these medical bills? Deuteronomy, I've given you the power to produce wealth so you can confirm my covenant. So I was like, I got to figure out how to make money online because now I've been studying it. How do you make money on YouTube because other people are doing it? How do you build an online business? Not so that you can sip pina coladas and just chill on the beach. That's fine. But I'm now, I have this new depth of mission of like, I got to provide for my family and fight for my faith. And what's our future going to look like? So if I'm honest, that's when this spark was lit for another level of, if you will, entrepreneurship, another level. And I've heard a lot of entrepreneurs that it's sometimes in the fire of the hardest circumstances of our lives, that that vision is captured and that we get the fight needed to go through entrepreneurship and get punched in the face and have things not work and invest and do all these different things. But those are really the two things. And, and I was still in ministry for a while longer, but I was, I was clear vision. I was always just faithful in the season that I was in because I just wanted to be faithful, like learning communication, learning what I was learning in my next season, being faithful to pay the bills through eventually having a ministry salary. But deep down in my heart, I knew that it was the Seven Mountains thing. I knew that it was impact culture. It was YouTube is a mission field. It was whether personally, but also hopefully activating other believers, that man, we need thousands and tens of thousands of people that are hustling to rise to the top of their mountain to develop mastery and preeminence so that we are the shapers of culture, the shapers of how, of, of how society thinks, that we have influence and wisdom from scripture, which we should be. The, we should be the wealthiest, I believe the most influential, 
and by wealth, we would define that not just in, in money, it'd be defined in our, our family and how our kids are functioning and how we're dealing with conflict and life's not perfect. But if we really have got the savior of the universe and the Holy Spirit living inside of us and the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, then that's going to be evident in our businesses, in our churches, in our families, and in our content. And so that was always the fire. And uh, man, that's the foundation of everything we do today. Man, y'all thought y'all were just getting some YouTube skills today. Not up on the Kingdom Capitalist show. My man Sean is bringing it. Bro, what a powerful, powerful story. I love, I mean, there's so much there, especially this idea of mastery and you you got real clear on, and we were just talking about calling with another guy. It's not, you didn't, you didn't necessarily have this destination in mind, but you knew God had gifted me in a, in, in a certain skill. I have a passion for it. And I'm going to use those gifts, those skills to really leverage that for the kingdom, to really take the hill, you might say. Uh, and so I'm guessing at some point someone said, hey, you need, or you got to this. You, and not only that, but your wife was, you had to, you had to provide, bro. You know, and um, so that was when you said, I'm going to go do this. You figured it out. What was your first dollar on YouTube then? I got to know. Well, so, so then, you know, in 2011, I moved to Las Vegas to work at the Church LV with Pastor Benny Perez. And that was also really an, an amazing move for us because during when we just had been crushed by all of the, the financial ruin and where my wife's health is still going through a process. And, and, and with that, we discovered she had gastroparesis, which is paralysis of the stomach. Today, she has a pacemaker for your stomach. It's called a gastro stimulator installed that helps her digest because without that, you just would throw up all your food and then eventually. So, um, so we're, we're dealing kind of with that. But we, we, I joined the church LV I come on salary um, to be the marketing director. And this was a huge blessing. And there's a guy who wrote a book, Ken Coleman, on the Dave Ramsey team called The Proximity Principle. And in hindsight, now I've learned the principle that whatever you want to do in your future, get around someone who's doing it and you'll get there faster. You'll right, absorb right. their skills. And so I knew that I wanted to be speaking, communicating, doing books, doing courses. I actually knew that in that hospital room, but I also was scared. I don't have the confidence for it yet. I didn't necessarily know the tactics of how to do it. So it was such a blessing because when I went to Vegas, uh, Benny Perez was an influential pastor who was speaking, traveling the world, writing and launching books, uh, you know, packaging our conference leadership uh, sessions and whatnot. And so I actually was able to then operate and work on all of that stuff. In fact, even helped him like write some books where I interviewed him and then outlined it and then had a ghostwriter in the church write it. And I recorded him like 15 hours of it. And then I, you know, had a graphic designer design it. We launched on Kindle following like digital marketer stuff. So I had this season where I was again, able to sharpen the saw in different areas while I was also building my YouTube channel on the side. So I've never not had a side hustle ever since like 2008. And so the first dollar I made was I discovered that YouTube is a search engine, second largest search engine in the world. So people are asking, um, they are asking for what are the latest real estate rates or like local real estate related search terms, or they're just asking like, what's the best camera for YouTube? Many videos today that people discover me around. At the time though, I was like, it was around Christmas and I had an idea. Like, I wonder if people are looking for like best gift ideas for him or like, you know, for the guys in their life. And sure enough, they were, and you could do keyword research. And you're like thousands of people a month go to YouTube and Google and type in what are the best gift ideas for him or for her or for my wife or for my husband. Makes sense. But I was like, hmm, 
okay, so what if I just gathered up some stuff around the house, some books, like a watch, like some headphones, like I'm a guy, like I don't even need, let me just talk about, hey, you could get him a book, you could get him some headphones, here's some stuff that I think is cool, if you're looking for something for your husband or boyfriend or brother, and I'll put links in the description below. Now that would be called affiliate marketing. And um, with that, you could sign up for a site like amazon.com, and you get your own link, and if someone clicks on that link, and makes a purchase, you get a commission off of that purchase between four to 10%. So I was like, okay, if I can rank a video in search and people don't just watch it when I post it, but they watch it constantly. And then if I say, hey, if there's links in the description below and they click those links, then I could make some money on the side here. And so what happened was I, the first ever affiliate commission I made doing this was $2 and 12 cents. I mean, come on. I was like calling my mom. I was like, look, I'm retiring our family. Like it's, you know, game over, obviously. And some people be like, well, that's not even worth doing. But it was actually one of my favorite payments I've ever gotten because it was proof of concept. Mm -hmm. That was $2.12 more than my, my neighbors made online that day. That was $2.12 more than people who didn't even know this world existed. And I just thought, man, if I can scale this up, then $2 could become 20, could become 2000 and like today just checked this morning we we made $20,200 off the Amazon affiliate program in January so far this month wow. so it'll be wow. a little higher than that um you know with this extra day in January that's coming up so so it's been scaling since then and not only that we're a part of about 20 different other affiliate programs and so that was the main thing I was doing and the two pieces to that strategy was again leveraging YouTube as a search engine because if you make a video once, but it ranks in search, that means people can watch it weeks, months, and, and, and years later even. So it's working for you when you're not working. Your whole community understands this. It's the power of investing in real estate and the fact that that real estate can pay you after you make the investment once for years to come and you're actually building wealth. It's, it's, it's like, like real estate. This is like video estate. Yeah. You put is. out the it's right internet videos. Real estate. Yeah. yeah, it's internet real estate around different topics. And where the opportunity is, is of course you can do this to build your personal brand or your company, but you can also do this in niches. I've done this in like health products and like network marketing niches. I'll put out a video. It's made around a thousand dollars in ads over the last um, three years. I was just talking about it on a recent live stream, but it's made over $10,000 through the commissions of, of recommending like a health product. People do this with financial, they do it with credit cards. They do it with, um, financial services. There's, there's ways to be JV and affiliates for getting people that are getting loans and stuff. Cause we know the value of, of warm leads or qualified leads. And so there's so many different ways to leverage the power of YouTube as a search engine. But that was for me, my first few dollars were doing uh, those gift ideas videos. And then I got clear and realized, man, I help people with video and tech. So that's what we do today. Our channel think media reviews, cameras, lighting, how do you use it? How do you set it up? What microphones do you need? How do you accessorize your smartphone to create content? And that's where we built this massive business around affiliate marketing, brand deals by working directly with companies like Sony and Canon, YouTube ads at scale now because we get around 2 million views a month. And, um, and we're still just figuring it out, you know, brick by brick. Yeah, dude, you're crushing it. I mean, I follow your content. It's so good. So Think Media is the name of your company just so people are aware of that. They can go check that out on YouTube. Um, Wow. Powerful, man. I just love the way God is using you and in such a different way. Like that's what I, I think is so cool for the show is that um, he's gifting you unique ways and you're finding ways to leverage that 
Uh, and I, I mean, think about you, you said, you said this in passing, but for people to realize YouTube's the number two search engine in the world, <laughs> uh, which is pretty incredible. So I want to take, so we have a half hour here together. Like I want to take a deep dive on how we can help businesses leverage this platform to grow, to take more ground for the kingdom. Um, and this is, may not be for everybody, but I, I think it's for a lot of people, uh, right? And so why don't we start this way, Sean? I mean, you said YouTube is the number two search engine in the world, but before we kind of get into some technical stuff, why should we be on YouTube? Like why should our audience, business owners, established entrepreneurs be leveraging the platform of YouTube? Is, is it too saturated? I mean, there's so much content on there. How could we even begin to show up? Well, I think there's a couple important concepts in 2020 and beyond for business leaders and entrepreneurs to consider. And probably the first one is actually personal branding. I think that we're actually living in the era where you can't ignore the importance of building a personal brand. And maybe for some that gets a bad rap, uh, but ultimately what personal branding is, is it's just what do people think about when they think about you? And, and for those that have been building with word of mouth, um, that have built powerful, uh, you know, real estate firms or, or companies or brands themselves, maybe around a local community, you understand that you want people to know you're trustworthy. You want people to know that you're the one who gets deals done fast. You want people to know that you're an expert. You want people to know that you're going to fight to get them the best rates. And, and those words can spread um, amongst friends, amongst PTA groups at school. And that's how probably many have built their businesses. Well, the the mistake though that leaders and entrepreneurs will be making now is to not realize that social media is really the future and that everybody is on social media. I mean, globally now, one out of two people are, that are on the internet are on social media. About 4 billion people are on the internet and 2 billion of them are on social media platforms. Hmm. So people are active on Instagram and LinkedIn and of course YouTube and Facebook. And so then your next question is, okay, Oh, here's, here's probably my first tip. Why do people need to be on YouTube? If you have enough business, you're not going to need business in the future. You don't need more leads and you have too much money. Then yes, you shouldn't be on YouTube. Like why, why even take the time? Like just, you're doing great. Like, but let's, if you want to reach more customers and reach more leads to accomplish whatever it is you want to do in real estate or business or entrepreneurship, people are on social media and you need to be there. Next layer of logic is then, okay, what is your personal brand online? Before even breaking out in the saturation, you need a presence on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, that is just professional and clear about what you want people to think about when they think about you. So here's my question, if you're not even there, then they don't think you exist. And then if you are there with like low quality or old or outdated messaging, then they're not going to take you seriously. And if they are, someone moves into a new city and they're looking to buy a home, sell a home, find an apartment. And who are they going to work with? They're going to work with the people that they type in to Google or they type in Facebook and you're even doing paid traffic in some way to reach them. So it is grossly irresponsible unless you have too much money and your business is just doing too good and you don't care about growing it 
to ignore social media and these platforms from kind of pillar number one is just establishing your presence. YouTube is the number one video platform in the world, the second most visited website in the world and the second largest search engine in the world. So I would say you would probably want some kind of an about me video there, a professional website where people could type in your name and discover you. Everybody listen, listening, I believe, understands the power of SEO, dominating that first page of Google. If someone types in your first and last name and you're not there, <laughs> or they type in, then, then you got problems. And one of the ways to dominate that page is not just your website, but just having a professional presence on top platforms. That's why if you type in Sean Cannell, what you see is my website, my YouTube channel, my LinkedIn profile, my Twitter profile. And I'm not saying that you're, you need to spend all day on these platforms. I'm saying you just need to be established, maybe schedule some solid content, get a few pieces of branded content. This is before we get into tactics of growth and like landing, you know, crazy growth and scaling with how, what you could do on YouTube, but you just need a presence. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. Uh, establishing your presence. That's a great test. Everybody should go type in their name to Google and see where you are. I, I, uh, Type it. You can type in mine. I'm actually close, but about four down. I think I also died in North Carolina a couple of months ago. So I because I sorry just, to hear that. Yeah, and it's it's terrible, terrible. But um, <laughs> but that's that's a really good test. Establish your presence. You need is an about me video. Let's so okay. That's a great pillar. So you gave a couple of good tips there. Like the first thing they could do is maybe create an about me video. That's a good thing to do, and then they can put that on YouTube or begin to put that on their personal web page you're saying, or maybe even their Facebook. If they have a Facebook page, they could put that on there as well. And you could put it in all places. You create that, you should have that video anyways, because uh, statistics have shown us that people want to watch videos on your website. How are they going to get to know you and your family and your vibe? They can read about it and see a picture, but if they just saw even a quick 60 second video and you're like, hey, I'm Sean Cannell. I've been living in Las Vegas for the last 10 years and I'm passionate about helping people find a safe home that they love and that can, you know, whatever. And I mean, you know, I'm a family man. I'm, I'm a church goer. You know, your vibe's going to attract your tribe. And so what's your brand? What, what's, what's your message? Why should people do business with you? But then once you have that video, not only can you upload it on YouTube, but then you could embed that video on your website, but you could use the same video over on Facebook and on LinkedIn as well, because it's an asset that you could also use continually. You could put it on Facebook and run Facebook ads. I know we're talking about YouTube, but even just as an intro to whenever someone new moves right. into town. So, so video assets, and then that's maybe another pillar is understanding that video is, per, is people's preferred content format of choice. There's a reason why a platform even like Instagram started as a photo sharing platform. But now you can upload videos, they have IGTV, they have Instagram stories, which is a form of video. And Facebook does video. And guess what? LinkedIn for a little over, and by the way, LinkedIn is a content publishing platform. Now, it used to just be a place for your resume. Everybody listening needs to be taking LinkedIn very seriously in 2020 and beyond because the organic reach there is incredible. And now you can upload video on LinkedIn. Every social media platform is embracing video. Why? Because people love video. Yeah. If, a, if a picture speaks a thousand words, then a video speaks a million because you can see the nuances and the energy and the emotion. Right. And if you share some B-roll and some other things, same thing. Like it's one thing if you send me a few pictures and write some text about a home tour, but what do people want to see? They want to see the walkthrough. 
give me the 360 camera, give me the walkthrough video so that I can actually make a decision potentially without even having to set foot in the home if you've given me a good video asset to watch. So that's another huge pillar is just that video is the language of the future and that every smart entrepreneur is going to be thinking about video themselves, but also they might be thinking about having an aspect of video on their team part-time or full-time or a freelancer that you work with consistently that helps you produce video, that does videos of the projects and properties you want to sell. And so then video would be another one of those pillars in general before even diving deep into YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really good. Just the idea of video itself. So let's, let's kind of um, use an example here. Uh, I mean, we could talk about personal brand, but I don't really want to get so much into building personal brand because, you, you know, we have you and I want to utilize our time the best. So, you know, let's say that our audience has a business um, rather than be they're doing 200 million or they're, you know, they're doing their first million right now. I mean, and they're creating a YouTube channel. They want to begin to create a YouTube channel for their business to kind of, like you said, paint a picture of our culture and why you should work with us. Walk us through, like, how do we begin to, I mean, I, I would realize, I think the idea is to create a niche around your business, right? The first step is creating a channel. What is some type of content that's good around, around actually, you know, marketing or talking about your business, your business culture? So a first thing that you want to do as with pretty much anything in life and business is start with the end in mind. Like, what do you hope to achieve? What is, what is your end goal? And so one thing is you could have a YouTube channel that truly is just a portfolio of your properties. It'll probably never grow huge, but it's a place that you just always upload those walkthroughs. Another thing that you could do is establish a personal brand. And I think you should, and that is you take somebody that is from, um, like these HGTV shows that have built big personal brands, those are extremely lucrative. I mean, that's not hurting their revenue by having big influence, not just for doing deals, but then also monetizing in other ways and potentially shifting more into education or other aspects that could be uh, high profit opportunities for people in real estate. Right. So within that side, then you have to ask yourself, here's a huge one, who is your target audience? Mm -hmm. There's really two options for that. Is your target audience to educate home buyers and sellers, basically kind of the consumer, kind of a B2C strategy, or is it a B2B strategy, meaning it's you giving advice to other agents, let's say. So, so that's a big deal because if people aren't going to really worry about how to like sell more homes or build a team, if they just want to buy a house. So you have to define what that is. Then on the next level, uh, and a, a great example of this is actually um, one of our students named Steve Panette. And so if anybody wants to do this research, they could just go to YouTube and they type in Phoenix, Arizona real estate. And what's crazy is three years ago, he posted a video that was optimized for Phoenix, Arizona real estate. How much does it cost to buy a house? And over the last three years, that video has gotten 17,000 views. And he has his link right in the top three lines, click to get connected. And over the years, he has either said, email me or call me. And he has been the top agent in his niche there for years. Now he's recently moved to Texas. Um, and what we're getting into there is keyword research. When you go to the YouTube search bar, and another tool I'd recommend for people to check out is ubersuggest.com. It's, it's free. If you type in like Phoenix, Arizona real estate, 
you also could start finding keywords around using something like Uber suggests that will say market updates or Phoenix, Arizona. And by, by the way, you could try to tackle Arizona, but one of the strategies we're really revealing here is the more specific, the better. Because when you start going to a specific region, a specific county, a specific area, now you can start getting clear um, in that uh, particular niche. But if we look at what Steve's doing, he, he's, again, figured out that he wants to build a personal brand, mm -hmm. leadership, inspiration. And so he's doing things like buying a house after high school. How much is my house worth? But he's also hitting like social media for real estate uh, agents. And so he's kind of hitting both audiences, building his personal brand. And by the way, that's his vision. And that's why I say start with the end in mind. He recently sold out his first event with I think 200 agents now training them on social media as he's had so much success, especially from even following our tips and then expanding on those across platform. And so it goes back to vision, but one of the key strategies inside of there um, is, is definitely then doing niche research on videos. We say it this way, research before you press record. What are people looking for? What do they wanna see? Um, what, what kind of videos are the search terms? If you go really wide, real estate investing is one of the big ones. And if you go deeper inside of that for beginners with no money or real estate investment strategies. So again, you want to really be thinking, where's this all going? What kind of brand yeah. do I want to build? But the cool thing is I also, without overwhelming anyone, I would also say you got to just get started because, um, the, you know, everyone listening, I'm, I know you're action takers. You're, 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 you're used to taking risk. You're used to investing in things. Just like you've invested in a home knowing that you're not going to get a return or an apartment complex or a property or whatever for potentially years, that's the approach and mindset you also have to have when it comes to YouTube and social media. Like what people want is they go, well, I, I posted two videos and I haven't seen a million dollars yet. And that's that's fair. Like if maybe you're, you got so many deals going that you you snap your fingers, you get a couple things going in real estate and there's more financial ROI in the short term for you. When it comes to YouTube and social media, this is a lifelong commitment. This is the chance to say, what would it be worth to you to have your real estate uh, office be on the corner of the most busy crossroads in your city? priceless. That piece of real estate is, is priceless because it's in this massive trafficked area of the heart of a city. Well, this is where YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook is right now. And there's so much opportunity for the long tail of, yeah, there's going to be your mega brands that have a hundred thousand, a million subscribers, whoever love them or hate them, Grant Cardone's of the world that are just blowing up on social media and real estate advice. But you would be shocked by how many people have got 500,000 subscribers in real estate, 180,000, 65,000, 42,000, 12,000 in a niche. And they have this established presence that gives them credibility. And then here's my question. In the future, when people are more online, when we're wearing contact lenses and Google glasses that are helping us make decisions of who to work with, and it's comparing their online portfolios and their Yelp reviews and Google reviews and this whole digital space, if you're not active there, you're irrelevant in the next five years 
when people are making decisions about who to follow, who to trust, and who to do business with. Yeah, Siri, who should I buy life insurance from? Siri, I, who should I buy my Phoenix house from, right? Like that's gonna, what it's gonna come down to. And Siri's gonna say, who's got the most ratings? That's right. right. So that's, that's so huge. That's looking to the future. I love what you said though. And I want to click on this because um, thinking about what to create, I remember you said this in your presentation when I first met you, Sean, the idea of that you could actually go to YouTube, search for what's already being searched for. So when you think about a lot of our, a lot of our listeners are real estate investors in the sense that they're raising capital for deals. They're, they're putting deals together. So I love that, that when you could actually go into YouTube, if you're trying to figure out what to create, go in there and see what has the most views and then niche down to, okay, well, how can you maybe shave off some of those people who are searching for that? So that's a great, I don't know if you want to double click on that at all, but I love that you can go in there. I do that for the podcast show. Maybe you could recommend some tips when I'm thinking about what to title these shows. I'll go into YouTube and I kind of know the framework of what we talked about and just start typing keywords in and see what comes up to see what are people actually searching for in regards to what we just had a conversation about. Exactly. And what you're referring to is called autocomplete on YouTube yeah. and on Google. And so to, uh, for those that are just listening, if you were to go to your phone or you were to go to Google and you just start typing, you've all seen it happen. YouTube finishes your sentence. Which by the um, way, if I, I, I want to put this show on um, YouTube. I'll put it on my YouTube channel so people can actually go and watch what you're doing right here live. You're, you're doing this on YouTube. So this will be really helpful. Absolutely. And so, you know, on this episode, you might even say something the way you would title it is I would first think, okay, what would maybe people be searching? And they might be searching on for YouTube tips for real estate agents. Now the predictions and look, it actually gives me the sentence here that was different. I was going to type in YouTube tips for real estate agents, but what happens is it starts predicting. And now it gives me the sentence that people are actually typing in YouTube. It says this, YouTube video marketing tips for real estate agents. So there's the title of your podcast. There's the title of your show. Furthermore, if you were to talk about real estate photography is the first one. Now there's tips on it, tips for beginners, tutorials, lighting techniques. Now here's something to consider is I love this strategy. It's this idea of creating adjacent video ideas or adjacent topics that can still lead to your world. Because let's play this out. You might think, well, I don't teach real estate photography, but maybe you're actually, you've got a little camera, you got a wide angle lens. You know how you quickly post, you know, photos from a home, you post them online, and then you, uh, you share them so you can get your listings to close faster. So if you wanted to then eventually coach other real estate agents and do some kind of education, then this would be like fishing a hook in the ocean where if someone is looking for real estate photography tips, they're probably a, a real estate agent trying to figure out how to take photos and post them online. You make that video, you post it, and then you say, hey, you know, if you want to learn more about, you know, closing more deals, uh, building your real estate company faster, then definitely check out one of my free trainings or something. And it can lead into an education side of your business. But this all came to me by just doing some keyword research with autocomplete by just seeing what people are searching for. If we type in real estate investing, then we actually, and we put a space after that, we see that in order of how much it's searched, people are looking for real estate investing for beginners or real estate investing with no money, or real estate investing audiobook. Furthermore, 
if you got a book, you got an audiobook, now you could be leading traffic to discovering your audiobook because what these predictions are are what people are searching for. YouTube is finishing our sentence for us, telling us exactly what to title our videos. And it's putting it in order by how popular and how much those things are searched. If we do one other little ninja tactic here, if we go before the word and put an underscore space, then we actually can see even more keyword ideas, video ideas, how to start real estate investing. We see some of the influencers, Dave Ramsey, Grant Cardone, buy and hold real estate investing, which also is now revealing to us that when it comes to making videos, the more specific, the better. You don't wanna just go broad and try to tackle every real estate investing topic, period. You wanna break it down. You don't wanna do your whole one hour training on real estate investing. You wanna do 10 five minute videos on very specific things, buy and hold real estate investing. And watch this, if we put an A before this, it's gonna give us all the A keyword ideas. Uh -huh. Apartment real estate investing. If we put a B, best books on real estate investing. You put a C, and with what I just shared on the screen, so if you're just on audio, you gotta go over to the yeah, YouTube channel is, and watch that. Yeah, this is like Ninja Hacks, folks. You've, I'm gonna post this. Go to my YouTube channel, Ellis Hampton. This is great. And, and now you're getting these insights. So what about competition? Well, sure. Then the next step would be to research who's on the other side and what the competition is, but now that's now you just got to make a video that is brief, bright, fun, and done. By the way, how like fancy the lighting is, or like what any of that—that's the stuff that doesn't matter. People want then. Here's the thing: the answer to that question. Right. If you can give a good answer, what are the best books on real estate investing? How do you buy? Do buy? Hey, in this video, I just want to give you five quick tips. Just get to the point. Share that value. The best video on YouTube should win, and best does not mean that you have, you know, you roll up in your car and you come out. I get some of that stuff is branding, maybe. But what people are looking for is they're looking for the value. They're looking for the information. Right. And the caveat there is that I would say, how do you want people to perceive you? I mean, again, you want some good lighting, some good audio. If you're in a, you know, a dungeon, like your dirty garage or something, like it might not actually convey the message you want. But again, you set up, you can set up a little whiteboard, set up a little the way you normal, you teach your team and just deliver some value. And there's so much opportunity for still growing your influence on YouTube. But I think what we just shared is the key. Ain't nobody know what I'm talking about here. I mean, your competition, they, they do not know about how niche these are. So when you master our processes and systems, this is how you can get discovered still in 2020 and beyond if you're starting from scratch, because you're going after these keyword ideas that are more obscure. And then by the way, eventually you have a bigger brand. You have influence just because of the momentum and subscribers you have. Right. But this is how you can hack your way um, into growth by tackling one video, one question at a time by doing research using YouTube search and other tools. Yeah, well, and I think what you're getting at is a strategy that I don't think most people on social media I mean, I think a lot of people are getting it, but still don't quite understand this. When you become the value creator, when people look to you for answers, they will eventually become your clients because if they trust you enough to do to to follow your advice, then you are number one in their mind when they need your service or your product. And so what you're saying is not the about me video is great. Can you put that on your hey, this is what we're doing. 
but to have 10, 15, a portfolio of videos that are teaching people something in your industry, right? If it's real estate, if you're a real estate investor or you're doing deals, you know, th help them actually think about what you do. Show them your processes. Here's how we find off-market deals, right? Here's how I underwrite deals. Because eventually, like, if you become the answer person, they're going to want to do business with you. I mean, that's my whole strategy on LinkedIn is just provide good content that people can engage with that I'm staying top of mind on. So, uh, I mean, that's the bigger picture of what we're talking about here that eventually is going to lead to, to, doing, to growing your business. And that is a hard mindset because what the, the objection is, well, wait a minute. Do, am I going to give away my answers for free? Wait a minute. Why am I giving out all this free information wait a minute, you know, why am I taking this time with someone who may just take this information and not do business with me? But this is modern marketing and it is a mindset shift that needs to change that people are more skeptical before. This is essentially try before you buy. There's a reason where you don't go to buy a car and they say, oh no, you can't test drive it. Like we're not gonna let you like get in it. Like you just gotta like buy it. Where in this case, you're actually saying, no, test drive me. Like, see if, if my information, if you vibe with my ethics. And that's why not only are you sharing some value, but you want to weave your personality in there because they, you share some, some stuff. You, I even think about this. I, I want to do business with people who have similar values, who have a kingdom yep. mindset. I'm thinking yep. about doing some business coaching right now. And one of it's influencing my decision. The person, not only do they have the results, not only do they have, you know, the credibility, but who they are as a person is why I'm thinking about investing my dollars somewhere versus somewhere else. And that is true in every industry. Yeah. It's Simon Sinek. It's, it's not just what you do or how you do it. It's why you do it. Yeah. And so when you, your vibe will attract your tribe on social media, you want to brand yourself, put who you are out there, lead with value, and it'll eventually bring a snowball effect of endless business, goodwill, followers, customers, leads, and really a community around what it is you do by committing to this strategy. 100%. And I, I'm going to end with this story. It's why when I first launched Kingdom Capitalist, I already had this big following on LinkedIn about real estate, real estate investing. And I thought, well, I'm just going to kind of keep the Kingdom Capitalist brand on Instagram and Facebook, and then I'll continue to keep this real estate investing profile on LinkedIn. But what I realized really quickly was like, why am I doing that? Who like I want to work with kingdom-minded people. And kingdom-minded people want to work with kingdom-minded people. I don't, like, I'm not trying to create two separate brands here, even though I really have two separate products, right? I have the investment firm and then I have Kingdom Capitalist, but it's still me. Like I still am speaking to the same audience in a sense, or, or I am the middle of my brand. So I, you know, that has been so huge for me just to own it. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian everywhere. I'm a Christian on LinkedIn. I'm a Christian on Facebook. I'm a Christian on Instagram. And so I have a brand called Kingdom Capitalist. If you don't like it, that's okay. There are, there is a niche of people who want to work with me and that's what I'm building. That's what I've found. So I just, so good, Sean, we have brought so much value. Um, anything else, man, you would like to add uh, as it pertains to just kingdom capitalism, being a leader in the marketplace as a follower of Christ or, or, or YouTube in general, I just want to give you the floor. I mean, I think, uh, I just think we're living through one of the greatest eras in human history for entrepreneurship, for growth, for expansion. And I would just, you know, encourage those. And, and to your point too, I think we're also living through an incredible era where we need people to raise their voice for kingdom values. Um, you know, I would, you're, I can already tell your community is leaders. They're ambitious, they're driven. Um, but we have to be, um, 
men and women who rise up and I and and do well in business, develop credibility, do business with integrity, but are also vocal about the things that matter most. And by, by the way, by building a powerful business and by treating people right and by leading your family well, that is why we're called to be a city on a hill. Like we're not meant to be hidden. A city on a hill is meant to shine. They actually should see our good works so that they'll praise our father in heaven. So I just want to encourage people, keep doing good works, stay on your grind, keep doing, keep working your land, but be bold about your values because those who are anti Christ or anti the kingdom are very bold and the righteous are as bold as a lion. So I think, yeah, just keep raising your voice. I love what you're doing. I love this community. And, um, and I'm just so encouraged by, uh, the fact that you are being bold with your message. And I think it's the smart thing to do, man. People are bold about darkness and that's, then we should be bold about light. Yeah. Yeah. Well, brother, I'm so grateful for your time, man. I know we got it in here. I wish there's so much we could get more into, but, but it's okay because if they want to learn more about YouTube, you have a ton of training. Tell our audience, um, you know, if they're wanting to kind of get a taste of this, dive more deep into what we learned about today, where can they go to learn more? Yeah, if you want to uh, actually check out, I know we kind of mentioned it verbally, and if you're listening on the audio, you saw some of this. It's, it's obviously a lot to learn some of these tactics and whatnot. I have a free training. It's 90 minutes. It's at 2020videosecrets.com, and that'll break down like you watching over my shoulder how to do this kind of video idea, keyword research, how to uh, get views and subscribers and grow on YouTube and monetize in different ways and to kind of give you the big picture. And that's a part of one of our paid programs called Video Ranking Academy, which you'll hear about at the end of that training. But by no means um, is there uh, anything you would have to buy to get massive value out of 90 minutes of just pure value. Grab a journal, grab something to write with and put together your YouTube game plan, 2020 video secrets. And then if you want to go deeper in other ways, you can check that out there. And then, you know, YouTube secrets. If people want to listen to a book or an audio book, our book YouTube secrets is also uh, a really great book to kind of get an overview of this. And then um, I'm here to serve anybody on social media, Sean Cannell everywhere across social media. That's S-E-A-N-C-A-N-N-E-L-L on every social media platform, LinkedIn or anywhere else. Yeah, I highly recommend doing all that he just said. So good, Sean. Thank you so much. Guys, this is the podcast show that is helping Christian entrepreneurs and business owners go to the next level in their business. Exactly what Sean said. We are called to be a light on the hill. That's why I love talks like this that are actually helping you think about that. If you're enjoying this show, please screenshot this episode and share it on social media. Put it on YouTube. I mean, wherever you got to go so that we can help more entrepreneurs and business owners uh, really flourish and grow the kingdom and so please do that tag me in it and if you are a real estate investor entrepreneur again if you're looking for a community go to kingdomcapitalist.co apply to be part of our mastermind and let's let's find ways to really partner together Uh, thanks again for your time we'll see you next week hey i hope you enjoyed this show today if you want to learn more about our community you're going to want to visit us at kingdomcapitalist.co there you can find info on our private mastermind And even subscribe to our newsletter to get updates on new shows. And last but not least, land opportunities to get private trainings and coaching calls with the guests of this show. If you're enjoying this show, please take a minute to leave us a five-star review and also share this with a friend. We'll see you next time.